Support for WIPR's podcasts comes from Brightview Senior Living. Since 1999, Brightview has proudly served Greater Baltimore with vibrant, independent living, assisted living, memory care, and enhanced care. Find a community near you at brightviewseniorliving.com. So I was, I came home and I live on a spicy corner of Fayette. So Milton and Fayette is where I live and I like to call it spicy. I have, you know, I have my, my bags. I, I pick up the poop, I throw it in the trash can, we keep walking. And Boris poops again. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Stoop Storytelling Series podcast. I'm Jessica Hinken. And I'm Laura Wexler. This week on the podcast, Dog Days, two stories about canine chaos. So our first uh, individual who's sharing a story about canine chaos is, um, is in essence, the MVP of Baltimore City. I'm just going to say that. Uh, Kim Wiggins has been just this wonderful connector in Baltimore City when it comes to all things living in Baltimore. She lives in Baltimore. She cares deeply about Baltimore. She worked for Live Baltimore, and now she works for Baltimore City Public Schools as the manager of volunteers and partners, and that is completely fitting. Uh, She came to a recent show that we had at the Creative Alliance. Uh, It was an all-audience show. It was the first time that she'd ever been to a stoop, and she was selected, and she just knocked it out of the park. So take a listen. So I was, I came home and I live on a spicy corner of Fayette. So Milton and Fayette is where I live and I like to call it spicy. Um, (laughs) But I come home and there used to be this corner bar that also fried chicken in the um, third floor, which I'm not fried fish, which I'm sure was illegal. Um, But anyway, I came home one night and then there's this dog that's tied to a pole and he's just barking at the bar, barking at the bar. So I'm like, okay, his owner's in the bar. So I go and I go in the bar to see where his owner is. As soon as I walk in the door, the bartender like points this guy who's like passed out at the corner and I was like come on guy like your dog's out there he's like I'm leaving I'm leaving I'm leaving so he goes and unties the dog and just kind of walking and falling on the side and I'm like oh gosh gosh where do you live like let me get you and this dog home so I live on Milton then we're on Rose the next street is Milton the next street is Port he lives on Port I'm like it's two blocks dude we can do this so I have the dog and the dog is like a seven-pound terrier or something like that, maybe 10, 10-pound terrier. So I have the dog, guys walk in, leaning on the walls and whatever, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're not going to make it. So I get to my house because I'm on the corner, and I see my neighbor, Ronald, across the street, and I'm like, Ronald, you got to help me get this guy to his house. Like, we can't leave him on the street like this. So then Ronald goes in his house and, for whatever reason, gets surgical gloves. <laughs> And was like, okay, I'm ready. And I'm like, I'm not sure what you thought we were going to do, but okay. So then Ronald with his surgical gloves is helping us walk. And like the guy's not making it. I have the dog. We get there. And then Ronald starts yelling at the guy. But like, I can't believe you're on the street this drunk. Where were you thinking? How are you going to get home? None of us know each other. Like, we don't know this guy. So Ronald's like laying into him about this. And the guy's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So we go. We get like one block. And we get to port. Now, I don't know where this guy lives. He just said port. So then we get there, and people are sitting on the stoop support. We're like, do you know where this guy lives? And people are like, down that way. And then we're we're walking, and we're like, okay. And I'm like, do you have keys, sir? Do you have keys to your house? And he's like, the door is open. And I'm like, whatever. (laughs) So so we're going. People are watching us. It's the dog. It's Ronald in surgical gloves. It's this guy who's barely making it. And then at some point in time, when we're halfway down the block, he sits on the stoop and passes dead out. Like, dead. Like, 
oh my God, what are we going to do? And Ronald's like, I didn't sign up for this. I'm out. And I was like, I can't get this guy. I have the dog and the guy. So anyway, I wound up calling 911 because I didn't know what to do. So then a fire truck and an ambulance comes because that's what they do here. I ask all the time, why the fire truck? Why the ambulance? Because there's first responders on the fire truck. Whatever. I don't understand that. But so now we have nine people who are helping me, the dog, and this passed out guy on Port Street. And they look at him and then they like do this thing because like maybe he was faking it. So they did the thing where they rubbed his chest and they're like, dang, he is bad out. So then they were just all stunned by how passed out he was, and they are like, do you know where he lives? Now, I had, before Ronald left, I had gone to a house in the corner where the guy said he lived, and the door was open, and it looked like somebody lived there, and nobody was home. So I was like, maybe this is his house. So I said, I think he lives at 101 North Port. And then, and then the nine first responders talk about, like, should we just put him in the house? And then, like, they thought about it, and one guy was like, nah, because if this guy never wakes up or something, then we have to explain, like, how we put, like, a dead guy in his house. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So then they put him in the ambulance and leave, but I have this dog. And I'm like, I'm not set up for a dog. So then I wound up and put the dog in the empty house. So... <laughs> But I did check on, like, so, like, there were some neighbors. I came back the next day to make sure the dog was okay in the neighborhood. And I posted on Facebook, like, hey, if anybody lives on Port Street, there's a dog in an empty house. Um, <laughs> but I went back by, and I, I talked to the neighbor, and she's like, yeah, we know the guy. We know the guy. It's fine. I fed the dog. Great. Because I was, I was ready to take the dog after that. And then um, later on that week, I saw the guy walking with his dog, and the guy was walking, but then he gave me a wink and a nod. So he knew all this happened. So that's my Baltimore story. I love this story. It's <laughs> such a yarn. It's, um, I, I love just how this, the, the initial thing of like this dog is barking and it's really annoying me leads to the next step, leads to the next step, leads to the next step. Oh my God. And just putting the dog in the empty house. <laughs> just, like, fingers and, crossed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it was so great. Yeah. She's hilarious. Uh, well done, Kim. All right. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with our second canine chaos story. Support for WYPR's podcasts comes from Catholic Charities. Celebrating its centennial in 2023, Catholic Charities is the largest private provider of social services in Maryland. Learn more about this movement to change lives at cc-md.org. This individual also shared at the same show that Kim uh, shared her story. She only goes by Katie. Katie has this incredibly well-paced, comedic tale of a date Uh, that was impacted by her dog. This is a story about uh, my first online date. So this is going to like date me for some people. And um, some people are going to be like, oh, this woman is quite old. Um, (laughs) She's talking about dating online um, and not on Tinder. And some people will understand that dating online was a thing. And at one point it was a new thing. So this was my first online date. And I, was, I really wanted to be incredibly prepared. Um, I'm pretty type A, and I'd heard a bunch of horror stories. 
And so, and everyone has advice, right? They're like, don't do dinner. That's too long. Um, you know, don't do just drinks because then people will like try to get you drunk and all these things. So I'm like, oh my gosh, what is the, a good first date? Um, so I think really hard about it and I come up with the perfect date. Um, I'm living in Denver at the time. Um, Washington Park, Wash Park is a big park that has a big trail, a couple of lakes, um, lots of people there. It's just a really lovely place. I go there all the time with my dog. So I'm like, great. I will ask this person to just like meet me in the evening and we'll just like go for a walk around the park. And that's perfect because if we're really hitting it off, we can do another lap. And if it's awful, we can just leave. And I think that I've just like mastered this. So I have a lot of confidence. I did a lot of planning and I have a lot of confidence. (laughs) And um, I also was thinking like, okay, I want to bring my dog, right? Because my dog is really cute. Um... (laughs) His name is Boris. He's like an Australian Shepherd Rottweiler mix. He's super fluffy and super sweet. And he loves other people. And people love him. Like, I get compliments all the time. I'm like, this is going to, like, really sell me, right? I have this awesome dog. (laughs) But I also know that, like, sometimes, uh, you know, if he's been kenneled for a while, you know, I've been at work. Um, and he usually expects to go for a run. Like he can be a little bit obnoxious. So I'm like, okay, today I'm going to take him to daycare because that he'll be, he'll be like nice and tired and ready for just a casual walk. Um, he won't be too excited. He won't be pulling everywhere. He'll be ready. So I take him to daycare. I pick him up. They tell me that he did great and he played all day. Um, and then they mention that he didn't poop. And I'm like, okay, that's concerning, but I'm just, I'm going to get to the park right away. He's going to poop. Um, I have, I have some, like, I have some, some wiggle time here. He's going to, I'm going to get him to poop and it's all going to be good. So we get to the park and I get him to poop, right? Perfect. Um, and then I meet the guy and we start walking and Boris poops again and it's fine. I have, you know, I have my, my bags. I, I, I pick up the poop, I throw it in the trash can, we keep walking. And Boris poops again. <laughs> and it's okay. I have, I have bags. I pick up the poop, I throw it in a trash can, keep walking. Boris poops again. <laughs> and I don't have any more bags. But there are like bags around the park, right? that are like in, you know, the milk jugs tied to a tree or something. So I'm like, okay, this is cool. Like, I'll just go get it. Luckily, you know, there's bags here. This will be fine. So I go get a bag and I pick up the poop. And, you know, dogs are like people, right? Like sometimes you have a really solid poop and then sometimes something softer comes out afterward. (laughs) And this was a little softer, you know, but I could do it. I could get it. It wasn't awkward. It was a little awkward. So we keep walking. Boris keeps pooping. And I don't have any bags. And they're getting really soft. They're, they're almost water. And so all I can do, you know, is you do that thing where you, like, pretend that you're picking up the poop. But there's nothing to pick up. You're just smearing it around all over the grass. 
and like hoping you've blended it in enough with like the dirt that people won't judge you. But you know, this is like the seventh time, so it's it's bad, but it's not terrible. I'm I'm thinking like I still have Boris. He's still a really cute dog, and Boris keeps pooping. And one of the times that I go to pick up the poop with one of the bags, the the bag has a hole in it, and I get. I had some poop on my hand. And I'm like, in my head, I'm panicking, right? Like, I have poop on my hand now. Like, how do I recover? And I think, okay, like, he's not going to know, right? Like, just, just keep your hand down, you know, just, it'll be fine. And then he tells me that he thinks maybe I stepped in some poop. Because I don't smell very good. And I tell him that I have poop on my hand. And conversation really comes to a halt. And, um, yeah, there wasn't a second date. So that was my first online date. She never described the date at all. I mean, the, the person? Guy, the person. The, I don't know I mean, if it was a guy or a woman. Like, trying to take it out of her memory. Yeah, like, like I... She might have been eternal sunshine. I mean, all, all we... His only line is, did you step in poop? Right? I mean, oh my gosh. I love that. It's so vivid. It's... I mean, anyone who has a dog yeah. is a really, like, can understand that thing of what you do when your dog's poop is so loose that all oh, you're doing the, is smearing it. Yeah, no, I love the part, though, where she just fully admitted she's like, you know, and then you just go and pretend to pick up the poop. Yeah, when- <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I thought only I did that. <laughs> Look, you lean down. You have it, and then you're just like, oh, look at that. Um, yeah, that was great. Um, so, yep, hope you and enjoyed these um these dog stories for the dog days of summer uh we will be back soon with more stories from the stoop until then you can visit us at stoopstorytelling.com to find out about upcoming events and listen to stories from our archive and thank you to maureen harvey for producing and to both our dogs for being cute. Oh, Biscuit and Nelly. <laughs> Who don't like each other. <laughs> um, all right. See y'all.